Hi, my name is Sarah. My name is Mujib. And welcome to another episode of Let's Get To It. This is episode 29, and we are calling this episode Common Threads. Yeah, I like that. Of humanity. (laughs) (laughs) Tag that trailer on right there. (laughs) Nice, nice, perfect. So we've been having, full disclosure, a lively pre-conversation discussion that's Mm -hmm. gone in multiple directions, as it should. Because this is a big topic. Uh, it's a topic of importance to uh, to both of us. Mm-hmm. And I think, uh, you know, we we love to see what we all share. What we share is humanity, right? Right, right. And it's such a broad, like, ephemeral topic at that, you know. And I think that's why we've been jumping all over the place with it right now. Because you have, like, what does that mean to every, you know, mm-hmm. that's the beautiful thing about, like, humanity period is like we have this common thread and but at the same time it's 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 it is playing itself through everybody individually you know what i mean so like this topic of we're all connected or this interconnectedness might mean something different to me than it means to somebody who's sitting right next to me they might agree with me um and Mm -hmm. say like yeah no we all are interconnected like let's do the seven degrees of kevin bacon thing whatever um (laughs) but at the same time it might that might have a different response in them in their internal dialogue than it has in mine than it has in yours than it has in the next listener so on and so forth so i i'm also fascinated by that oftentimes the the different ways that we can interpret this this very obvious fact that we're all mm. so connected yeah and it speaks to i was just i was just looking up a statistic um and listeners may or may not realize this, that um, all human beings are 99.9% identical in their genetic makeup. But this Mm. 0.1% is a big deal or has become a big deal. And especially, you know, we're we're in such an era of identity politics where Mm. um, visibility matters, right? Centering folks that have not had their voices heard or the visibility amplification is important. Um, but it's also setting up people to sort of lead with certain identities. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if that obfuscates our similarities or commonalities. Um, you know, it's an interest. There's going to be a lot of opinions on this mm-hmm. as there should be. But, um, you know, it is, a, it is important to, to feel those identities because we're not, you know, we're not we're not living in a in a world that's that's equal. Right. You know, we're not right. That point one percent has been higher uh, is hierarchical, right, right, in the society that that we at least the the one that you and I inhabit mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. currently. So you know, then that becomes important. Um, right. It's uh, yeah. So we don't. You know, it's not to take away anyone's individuality at all but common threads you know at the end of the day our needs and wants are very uh animalistic isn't the right word but you know humanistic humanistic (laughs) thank you i was really trying to figure that one out (laughs) but i mean it's it it what it makes me think of is the fact that like we are all the facets that we inhabit in this on this on this world like you know we had this this discussion in the pre-conversation and i think it's what 
makes me so inspired to live a, a more global existence is because I'm not confined to the soil that I was born on. My ancestors on are from all over the world, you know what I mean? And so for me, even just to try to trace my ancestry and go to every place that all of my different ancestors might have came from, um, that's going to take me all over the world. It's going to take me to different continents. It's going to take me to islands. It's going to take me, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. to different hemispheres. Um, and so to to just say like, okay, well, here's this box that was created by these psychos and I'm going to still live in this box. Mm-hmm. Um, that's obviously not going to be the case, right? That's you, you, you've heard enough from me in 29 episodes or 28 episodes to know that I don't subscribe to that. Um, right. But at the same time, um, I do feel confident and love the idea of living on this sphere, mm-hmm. you know, and inhabiting right. this, this globe, you know what I mean, and this mm-hmm. universe and trying to see how it is that that I look over from this perspective or from that direction or how does how does my humanity play out in this place where they speak a completely different language and dialect and have a different culture you know that's that I think is the beauty like when I think of common threads or commonalities or or this 99.9% similar or, or exact same DNA identical DNA that tells me that I need to know more about these other cultures because mm. they are me like I am mm. them you know what I mean mm. and so it's it's not about trying to say like okay well we're all the same we don't need to see the differences mm-hmm. it says no we're all the same let me look at these differences and and honor them and respect mm. them and give them a voice and give them space you know what I mean and try to continue to in my life and in the life of people that I can influence to kind of break down some of those walls that say, you know, we need to just be in this box, in this shape, in this conformity that was created again by people who did not have our best interests in mind because they didn't let our brothers and sisters and friends and lovers have a voice, mm-hmm. you know? Mm. So I love that. And it's that, it's that celebration of that 1.1%. Mm-hmm. And what we might be able to learn and all benefit from. You know? Well, also, I think it's the ver- the variety of that 99%, though, is I think maybe more, more of what I'm speaking to, because, you know, we're, we're, it's like we're on this planet, but if I only see the planet for the country that I'm in, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So, like, mm-hmm. if my whole planet is America, then I'm not acknowledging the rest of what the planet actually is, you know? But if I can see that the planet is a planet that consists of oceans and seas and continents and mountains and valleys and deserts and you know what I mean? Then I can I can start to understand that this one thing that we inhabit that is Earth has all of these facets. And, you know, we've had this conversation about relationships and communication, but that's also the same thing. Like if I look at you and I take our relationship as a stagnant thing, mm-hmm. then I'm going to miss you I'm not, mm-hmm. because you're going to be somebody different in five minutes because right. of all the things that you're taking in and that you're processing and that you're then coming back out with. So, um, so again, I, I, when I say like honoring the culture, like I, I, I love the, the 0.1%, but I, I also want to acknowledge the full exploration of the fact that the 99% that makes us identical means that we are, we are, 
the same and that that's why it's important that this blonde haired blue eyed person has this conversation with this dark 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 skin nappy head person like because we are the same you know Mm -hmm. we need to be able to say like you're a human being i'm a human being and you're a human being that looks like this sounds like this speaks like this comes from this place so you're representing humanity in the same Mm -hmm. way that i'm a human being that looks like this sounds like this and comes from this place and i'm representing humanity so let me get your story because it's going to give me the other side of my story which is going to give me the better way to 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 represent myself to either these next generations or whoever it is that we're influencing Mm. You know, I kept, I, 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 I was thinking that whole time of, you know, when we think about the animal kingdom and the hierarchy of the animal kingdom, like the predators and prey and, mm. and stick with me. Mm-hmm, absolutely. <laughs> and, and we move into, right, human beings. And it's like we've tried to create a hierarchy among human beings where one shall not exist Mm -hmm. because we are of the same species. (laughs) Um, You know, and it's, which is just like so messed up, you Mm -hmm. know, that we, that, you know, this has been like the trajectory of humankind. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't know. I was just kind of thinking on that, but I, You know, I love this notion of a global citizen and yet global movement is so heavily policed and, you know, and the, you know, the, the, the response, the clampdown is always so much harder. Like when governments or countries take a nativist tone or like, you know, we don't want to let anybody else in, um, you know, whether it's the United States' own immigration policies, um, Brexit, um, you know, we can, there, there's, there's plenty yeah. of places around the world, right? And, and in Asia and, and Africa and the Middle East as well. Like mm-hmm. no, no place around the world is exempt from sort of like, okay, we've got to keep our own and keep other people out. Um, and that's, that's, I think, you know, what we're still up against, Mm-hmm. Um, right. This, uh, this sort of tightening of borders and building of walls, mm-hmm. you know, for like, for what, you mm-hmm. know? Um, and it just seems like such an old school mentality. Right. Like, you know, um, that just, that actually doesn't help anyone. Um, and it, it, like, what do we stand to gain by that? By like keeping people, you know, people out like I don't know I'm definitely of the um you know I would you know I want to live in multiple places I I need to speak more languages you know it's I think that uh, the tragedy is for folks that that don't get to experience a place outside their own localized way of being um Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know and perhaps if more people could travel if that were more accessible that we would have a lot we would think a lot differently Mm-hmm. Um, about mm-hmm. the world we inhabit, about other people, because we we tend to otherize people and places that we don't know anything about. Right, right, right. I think that when I when I ask myself why why would I believe that these things are so heavily policed or these borders are so thick and and with razor wire and walls and guards and things like that. Um, 
it makes me think of those similarities. Like if, if this person knows that they are exactly like this person who's coming across their border, then maybe it'll start to break down some of the things that they've been taught. And um, we live in a country that was all about genocide and all about enslavement. And the biggest fear was that people were going to realize that the people that were getting killed and were getting enslaved are actually just like the people who are benefiting from the genocide and the enslavement. Um, and once that was the case, then all of these power systems and power structures were going to start to crumble. And so if power structure is, is what, what the, I'm not going to say we, because I don't, I don't want to try to lump myself into that. But if power structure is what's trying to be up, it's, it's what's trying to be upheld by these powers that be, um, then it doesn't make sense to try to let people in. It's like when you have a Muslim speak to a, a Christian for the first time when that Christian has never assumed that Islam is anything like Christianity. You know what I mean? And like, I don't know if it sounds weird in 2021, especially from my own standpoint to think like, does that even happen anymore? But it does. Like there mm -hmm. still are Christians oh, yeah. that will talk to a Muslim and be like, y'all believe in Jesus? And Muslims will be like, what are you what is, what have you been told about this religion what have you been mm -hmm. told about like don't you understand abrahamic religions mean mm -hmm. that we are all believing in the same thing like we all come back to the same exact starting point you know what yeah. i mean um and people are still baffled about that but if if people understand that islam encompasses christianity within its own religion then that starts to erase Islamophobia. And if you erase mm -hmm. Islamophobia, then we start to erase certain levels of xenophobia that makes mm -hmm. people be allowed to come in this country and take jobs and so on and so forth. And so, you know, that's from across the world. Like, you're not even talking about people that are on the same continent coming from Mexico, trying to come up here from Mexico to go up to California. And mm -hmm. people are like, no, you don't belong here in New Mexico. You know, like, I know... <laughs> It's this, it's this notion that it's fear-based mm -hmm. and this idea that when people cling so tightly to something where they think someone is coming to take something from me mm -hmm. or change my way of life or I don't know, whatever, what it's, again, it's just, it's fear-based. Right. Um, whether it's, you know, this person's here to take your job no, that's actually not true. Right. Um, this person's here to change, you know, to change religion and convert you. No, they just want to practice their beliefs. Right. Like, you know, so much of this is just, you know, I believe this sort of the progressive mindset is just like, nope, we just want everybody in the sandbox. Mm -hmm. It's just mm -hmm. more people in the sandbox. Like, right, you right. know, but how this often gets framed is like someone's, you know, someone's going to take your guns and you, you know, or mm -hmm, mm -hmm. make you gay. I don't, you know, I don't even know. Whatever. The, and it just, no, no, right. actually. Right. Really, we just um, want less violence against people that don't need violence put on them. You know what I mean? Whether it's verbal violence, whether it's physical violence, whether it's emotional violence, like it's not, that's not, we don't need any more of that. We're not we're not in the stick fight rock throwing way you know what i mean and so yeah that's that's what 
we've been having this conversation a lot actually in my mm-hmm. in my household about you know what is it what does it mean to give people rights over their gender identification or their sexual orientation and it literally just means letting people do whatever it is that they want to do mm-hmm. right and how how does that become such an argument like what you just said you know how does that become a defensible point like you this isn't even somebody trying to change anybody else's way of life this is somebody trying to just live their own way of life Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and so it just doesn't nothing because how's it gonna affect the children or what are they gonna tell my wife when they come across that border about Mm -hmm where their country is and what it's like there you know what i mean it's a i don't know i'm i'm off on a tangent now just kind of digressing but no i i mean i'm, I'm kind of picking up where you're going with this it's sort of you know it's like this this fear that one that we might be exposed to more and maybe we might even want whatever that more is right and i think people are really fearful of that like you know um, you know, if, if, oh, well, if I expose my son to this kind of culture, like it's going to turn him this way. Well, okay. Maybe it does. Maybe your son is exposed to X, Y, Z, fill in the blank and decides for God forbid himself <laughs> that, oh, maybe that, that interests me. Maybe I want to move to this place. Maybe I do want to practice this religion or learn this dance or sleep with this person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and and what actually is so wrong with that? What is so wrong with an expansion of possibility right. and potential and mm-hmm. human interconnectedness? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and again, also, you know, you and I talk about this all the time. I feel like it, it surfaces every time we get together and talk is about self-discovery. Mm-hmm. And knowing a more knowing more about ourselves, and we've talked about this in sort of private discussions. But what what the queer community has been able to do for the heteronormative community is expand our own notions of ourselves and our our personal sexuality and and so on and so forth. And it's through sometimes these, you know, I I, I don't like the term subculture because it 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 just sounds hierarchical, right? So, mm-hmm. but. Um, you know, non-normative cultures or non-dominative cultures or ways of thinking being, right, actually helps the normative culture, like, open up a little bit. Right, right, right. <laughs> I mean, it shows you how broad the spectrum actually is. You yeah. know what I mean? Because if you're, if we're only shown, like, this part of the spectrum and it's like, you, you, you know, like, it was illegal for women to wear pants at some point. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so in this country, like, that's, that alone should let everybody know that, Anybody who's trying to uh, live by some sort of standard that's been set by these people, um, that's enough to let you know, like, what the fuck is really actually going on out there? And I think that that's that's what being able to embrace culture and being able to um, not restrict ourselves because of the people who are trying to restrict us. I think that's what it does is that it broadens the spectrum. And if 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 I can be a hetero man that can do more than what a hetero man was supposed to be able to do a generation ago, Mm. um, again, that starts to disrupt the status quo. That's what I love. That's what I love about being able to, to, to exist and to coexist. And that's why I love 
that people can have their own voices. I mean, again, it, it, this generation, we have our own fight. The last generation had, had their, hold on. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Is is Zade in proximity? No, no, Kenzie's here. Oh, hi. (laughs) Sarah says hi, Kenzie. Hi. <laughs> I was but, I was I was I was actually getting excited thinking like Zade was gonna pop up from under the table or something. Just come up on the side. <laughs> that would have been great. I'm like, um, yes, we have a special guest today. <laughs> um But no, so basically all I'm saying is like it goes back to what I was what I was saying before about this the, the broadening of our own horizon, the 99.9% means mm. that it's worth me going and trying to figure out how people live on the other side of the world. It's worth me going to figure mm. out how people live on the other side of the room. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, and sometimes because, we can't even seem to do that sometimes. Right, 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 exactly. Yeah. And, and, and I don't just mean that. And that's where I got into the conversation before about, like, I do want to know what Tucker Carlson is saying. Like, I do want to know what these these people on the other side of the spectrum of where I am politically or emotionally. Like, I want to know what they are what they're saying because we're ninety nine point nine percent the same. If mm-hmm. they've got these views, their views have to be representative of the same floor that I'm standing on too. And if I'm not paying attention to what they're saying, then I'm not paying enough attention to what what else is going on. And you know, I have my own my own like anybody else i have the things that have been put on me and my constraints to break down and it's not just like listening to right-wing people talk about their right-wing politics it could have to do with me listening to a completely non-binary person explain to me what it is that they're experiencing as a non-binary person like that's not something that i experienced growing up Mm -hmm. i didn't have the the benefit of having transitioning friends i didn't have the benefit of having non-conforming friends when i was growing up Mm -hmm. so now as an adult to be able to engage with my non-conforming and my non-binary and my trans friends and family um it it broadens my own horizons you know Mm -hmm. to think like wait queer muslim huh Mm -hmm. i never even thought that was a thing that we Mm -hmm. could even talk about but now you can talk about that you know what i mean because somewhere on the other side of the world there's a Muslim woman being like, wait, Muslim woman without a scarf on? Mm-hmm. I never even imagined that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And so, it, it, again, it's if we're if we're only shown this much of the spectrum, somebody starts showing us this much more of the spectrum, then we start seeing this much more, and then it realizes like, oh shit, it loops around. It's well, it bre- it breaks the matrix. Mm-hmm. You know, the more the more that we can see, you know, the more alike we are, in terms of the common threads thing. Like it, it, and when I say breaks the matrix, I mean, it sort of breaks, breaks up the power structures to keep people in line. You know, if you can only check, you know, if there are only two boxes to check, you're like, uh, well, I don't know though. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a third box. Right. Right. And it, and it, it takes people to step out and, and create that and lead that and blaze that trail. And the rest of us start going, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh wait, there's more than two boxes. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, or whatever you know, whatever it is, right, right, right. Um, you know, um, yeah, and uh, yeah, I, I, I just think too. Also, you know, again, mainstream Western media in particular, and the fear mongering, you know, only only showing particularly particular images and sound bites, depending on you know where in the world that coverage is happening. Mm-hmm. You know, so you start to develop this monolithic understanding 
um, at not necessarily any fault of anyone, um, you know, in the beginning, right? Like if, if you've only been shown like five pictures your mm-hmm. entire life and then suddenly someone passes you a different book and is like, look at all these hundred pictures though. This also happens there. And you're right. like, oh shit. You know, it's, um, you know, and then when you have that information, then what are you going to do with it? And I think we're, we're definitely in a time right now and we've talked about this before, but in this sort of if local awakening, national awakening, global awakening, you know, when you can't unsee the things that you've seen or unknow the things that you know, or now you're in a process of unlearning or being like, oh, wow, the system is really messed up. Like now what are, you know, what is the charge? What are we going to do mm-hmm. to keep moving in this in this broader direction of inclusivity more people at the table global citizenry you know what what's the move right right. you know um or what can we do in our daily practices or our our all our own spheres of influence because it can feel super massive it can feel you know when you look at the sort of the matrix of the big system and you're and you can feel so defeated at the end of the day you know, when you're when you do go down Twittersville or you're doom scrolling and it's just like, oh, my God, I just feel so tired and exhausted. And what what are we going to do? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like, OK, just making small headway, right. you know, expanding your own network. Right. You know, I don't necessarily have the answer. Right. I mean, those those sounds like. That sounds like two examples of what you might do yourself, you know what I mean? And I think that if we, if every individual talks about what they do for themselves to try to do that, then again, we'll hit those common threads. Oh, damn, I do that too. Or, oh, I didn't think about that, but I might like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, again, it's just, like you said, you know, we all, we all, we all want those humanistic things. We all have humanistic needs. Mm-hmm. And so... If, if my needs aren't getting met, but your needs are getting met, maybe we can cross level a little bit. Maybe you can let me know how you're meeting some of your humanistic needs. And if I'm not meeting my needs in those same ways, maybe that'll clue me in on how to meet those needs myself. You know what I mean? And um, mm. I think it takes that. I think it takes realizing that there's that common thread and beating that fear, that fear voice down that's embedded in us all or, or we're surrounded by that says like, no, this, if, if you go that way, then you're not going to succeed. If you go that way, then you're going to live in destitution or you're going to be outcast or nobody's going to like you. There's not going to be, there's nobody else like you on the world, you mm. know? And mm. that's, that's, you know, you talk about social media and, and, and the Twitter, like the doom scrolling Twittering. Um, and I was saying in the pre-conversation, like that's one of my favorite things about, about those social media platforms is that it, it lets you know that you're not the only one, you know what I mean? You're not the only person that's feeling dysphoria. You're not the only person that feels alone where you are. You're not the only person that, that is black and is only around white people and has only been around white people for this long. Like that's somebody else's experience too. And this is how they dealt with it. And Mm. so here, here's an option. Here's a way that you can plug into that. Mm. Um, So it's, I don't, I, I say all that to say that, again it's it goes back into broadening 
it's it's realizing that like maybe nobody will actually put that book in front of you that says there's 95 other pictures that you haven't seen yet but there is a book out there that <laughs> will show you that there's 95 other pictures and you should go and find it um, mm-hmm. because there's more to the story and and you know I'm talking to everybody at this point but definitely it 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 seems that the person who hasn't considered any of these ideas and that thinks that like the way that they're living is just the only way that they can live like you said you know the you don't think that you can even cut your hair or change your body or modify yourself, then maybe somebody telling you, like, I did that, I do that, I, I've done that, I'm going to do that, I'm in the process of doing that, this is how you can do it too, um, mm-hmm. then maybe that person's never really realized that there are those 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 options for them or there is that community that's just waiting for mm-hmm. you to jump into, you know. When I think about when I was hearing you talk about um, – you know, the realization that you're not the only one mm. that kind of, um, and that just really speaks to a need for connection, which I think is part of being a human being, part of the human species. What's been, you know, difficult about the last year of most of our lives is, um, lacking to the degree that feels nurturing and necessary human mm. connection, mm-hmm. human touch, Um, you know, more than just, you know, a Zoom call or a masked encounter. Um, And yeah, I just think connection is so important, but like then connection to whom? Like Mm -hmm. how can we continue to feel connected to our brethren, brothers and sisters from around the world and not just necessarily strictly identity politics or strictly, you know, does this, you know, strict tribalism, if you will, mm-hmm. like, you know, um, at face value, like, are these my people when, and that's why actually I, I do love that, like it, the humanness of your, when you talk about like, yeah, I am going to listen to the Tucker Carlson because 99.9%, you know, mm-hmm. why wouldn't I? Or when you've spoken about some of the the books that you were reading, right previously to sort of get in get in the mind you know understand like you know what what is the conversation on the other side well how did these folks get to where they're at right, 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 emotions right. are running high what's going on that these folks are over here right. and these folks are on this and on this side and it and i think that is like that just speaks to like that is the goal (laughs) i feel like that is the goal like it is just a it's such a love thy brother i mean it's kind of giving it a little religious taste but but it's such a like i don't it it's 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 from a place of compassion and like just this i don't know i really respect it Mm. (laughs) is what i'm trying to say i really respect it for me, I mean, I wish, I wish, not I wish, but, you know, I'm not gonna, it's not as, um, there's not that much humility to it. Like, like the way that you said it was just beautiful <laughs> and, and it made me really seem like I'm, you know, like I really am trying to be accepting in my life by looking at these things. But, you know, like I wanted to understand so, you know, what you're speaking to, just so the listener can understand a little bit more, like I really started to around, you know, probably 
early fall of 2020 started to really become interested in the civil war and like what what led to not what led to the civil war but what was being talked about around that time period Mm -hmm. because there was obviously this this discourse that was happening and you know i'm i i read frederick Douglass. i've read john brown i've read all these accounts from the standpoint of the abolitionist Mm -hmm. um I love those stories and and that's always been and in the 60s again like when you get into the 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 20th century that's always the side that I was about like I'm, I'm mm-hmm. the son of revolutionaries and that's what I I'm well versed in in the our struggle and how we got to this point but I wasn't well versed in well what was the opposition saying or what else was being said that had people in such a way ready to die for this you know and like mm-hmm. we were listening to something the other day um and they were talking about the south and where the europeans who came into the south were coming from like the people that settled kentucky and such mm-hmm. and how they came from like the highlands of scotland and they were like scotch irish you know what i mean and they were used to being they were like clanning like feuding clansmen essentially mm-hmm. So when they got here, they carried on that way of life, mm-hmm. you know, I'm gun down my neighbor, you know, mm-hmm. die like a man like your brother did, you know what I mean? That sort of mentality. Mm-hmm. And so you have this like Southern chivalry that comes up. And I said to her, I said, that's why motherfuckers were running through the swamps in Louisiana barefoot trying to fight for slavery when they didn't even own slaves, mm-hmm. trying to fight for states' rights when they weren't even benefiting from any of the states' rights, Right. Because mm-hmm. that's the that's that's the mind frame of somebody. That's somebody's ancestry is that you go and you fight for your flag and fight for your clan, you fight for your place. And if you don't know that that's the people that are standing up against you ready to blow up some building or tear down some capital, then it's going to be a surprise when it happens. Mm-hmm. But if you mm-hmm. if but when when I looked at the insurrection, when I looked at January 6, 2021, and I saw those Confederate flags flying and I saw those guys looking like they came from the mountains mountain men looking people coming down with furs on them and stuff like that i'm like i just read that book (laughs) i i I know what that is you know i've made myself aware that this is the standpoint of these people this is the viewpoint of these people and i don't sympathize with them Mm -hmm. i'm just more aware of them you know and 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 that's my own growth though that's my own personal growth like i said Mm -hmm. i've got my own walls and barriers to break down Mm -hmm. that says you know like it's like the if we can use biblical it's funny like we're using a lot of biblical terminology but we're right. neither of us are like well versed in the bible or anything i but know it's like this full is, disclosure i yeah, have not totally. an authority on the bible right, not at all Last this is all asked. pop culture references at right. this point but right. you know that whole idea of like love thy neighbor mm-hmm. i'm trying to figure out how mm. like if, if 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 there's a higher power or a higher wisdom that's saying you're supposed to understand how you're all unified how do you all where's the common thread that's what Mm -hmm. i'm looking for Mm -hmm. where's the common thread if Mm -hmm. we're all humans on this planet and the only way that we're going to be able to go forward is to give everybody a voice and i'm i'm damn sure going to hold down some space so that my brethren on this side can have a voice Mm -hmm. why do you need a voice too on that other side Mm. what's the point of that what are we supposed to be learning from y'all because Mm -hmm. It's easy for me to say that y'all are only not y'all like you, but it's easy for me to say like the the right wing or the the, the right is supposed to be learning from us. 
mm-hmm. because we obviously understand how to love our neighbor, right? Mm-hmm. I, my neighbor doesn't look anything like me, and I fucking love them. You know what I mean? Um, maybe they're supposed. It's obvious for me to be like, you're all supposed to learning this from us. But what am, what am I supposed to pick up from this situation? I don't know yet. So that mm. just, that's that's where I'm at with that. Right, and I mean, there's definitely going to be folks that say nothing they need to shut up (laughs) (laughs) they've had the mic for a long time they can shut the fuck up now right you know there's that too totally but um and that kind of gets to the the when i was sort of throwing those accolades in terms of the compassion piece like you know and not in any way that you're giving a pass or condoning or any of this stuff but sort of the the approach is still like Trying to understand. Right. Trying to make sense. Is there sense to be made? Right. You know? Um, And I think, too, about, you know, this, we were talking, I think it was the pre-conversation we were talking about, everybody was a baby at some point. Right, right. You know? And then, so we've got the nature versus nurture aspect, and and something has gone wrong with the nurturing. Right. Because nature tells us that we're ninety nine point nine percent alike, so the nurturing's gotten really fucked. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, it goes fuck yeah, fuck yes, absolutely. And you can yeah. see in this country, you can see it because like, take us back to like seventeen, seventeen, right? And you gave a dark skinned African person a light skinned European baby. They're probably gonna take care of the baby. They're definitely not going to drown that baby. Mm-hmm. They're definitely not going to kick the baby around the fucking world. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But in that same time period, you give a light-skinned European person a dark-skinned African baby, and we're not going to have that same conversation now, right? Mm-hmm. As far as the majority goes, mm-hmm. right? The majority of people are going to do a lot of fucking burnt shit to that baby. Mm-hmm. And if that baby lives to be a human adult, they're going to do some burnt shit to that adult too. And mm-hmm. so that that's that's this country is built on that so you're still going to see that same thing like people like i have a, a european descent wife right like we're married we're a multicultural family whatever multicultural american family like i look at my son and i say like you're like the true american you know what i mean you're like every culture of that would represent what america is actually representative of is in this child up to now like obviously mm-hmm. like from going forward, we're going to have even more cultures that are going to bleed into what makes America, America, so on and so forth, quote unquote, America. Um, but my point in saying that is like, I grew up in a place where like, we always had like white friends or whatever. We had Caucasian or European people around us because my mom would be like, and people might ask my mom like, oh, yeah, I'm bringing that white boy around again. You know, yeah, of course I am. Like, why not? He's a human being. He's maybe he's gonna learn something from us. Hmm. You know, maybe he's gonna pick something up from this com- from being with us, from being around culture. You know, it's like what you just said. Like, folks have had the mic enough. Like, we I know enough about that culture. You know what I mean? That that culture doesn't necessarily because I was taught that culture in high school in history books. That's like that's the only history I was taught was right. from that standpoint of that culture. And so, you know, for for me, I think a lot about that 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 nature versus nurture is mm. also can happen in in adult in our adult life in in our adolescent life in our prepubescent life like 
you know, I don't know. I don't, but again, I come from Montgomery County, Maryland, and Montgomery County, Maryland is very, it's very interwoven and mixed between cultures and, and, and complexions, you know, of human mm-hmm. beings. Mm. Um, that's, it might be different in Southeast DC, you know, mm. might be a little mm-hmm. bit harder to hear that. Yeah. But no, again, I... you're not going to see white people stomped out just for being white. That's not mm. the, that's not what we do. Mm-hmm. And yet, the other way around is not so inviting. Right. And that's just still the truth. Right. Right. You know. Yeah. You know, I I've talked with you personally about my experience of of going to Iran. And um which is incredible, mm. beautiful place. And having never felt so welcomed, you mm. know, and embraced. And again this idea that you know, on the national megaphone, you're hearing like the axis of evil and being told all these things. And these people hate you. They hate Americans. They hate your guts. Right. All this like fear mongering. And um, and if you're lucky enough to go to one of these forbidden places, mm-hmm. you realize that's a friggin lie, <laughs> you know, um, like most of what we're told or what we've been told. Um so, yeah, I think about, you know, being on the, you know, being welcomed into a place of where language is a barrier and culture is different and, and just feeling so welcome, you know, as if, some, you know, taken care of and, um, you know, and then just, just being able to observe and be part and, and listen and learn and eat, <laughs> eat a lot. Um, and it's a beautiful thing, you know, what a gift, like right. what a gift, I don't, I don't, if you've never been the only in a place, like you, sh- you should make it a point to try to be the only, mm-hmm. it's, I think it's really important, I think it's important to put yourself in a place if possible where, you know, maybe you don't look like anybody else or you don't actually speak the language or you don't identify um like what do you stand to learn what do you stand to gain by listening by you know what what do you stand to learn about the common thread Hmm. you know that was you know on my first I don't know first or second night when we were at my boyfriend's family's home like you know we ordered pizza right pizza night I'm like oh okay pizza night (laughs) (laughs) you know I'm in Tehran Yes, there's a lot of pizza there, if you didn't know. Now you know. <laughs> they do put some uh, ketchup on pizza as a thing. wasn't my thing. But you know what? <laughs> it doesn't have to be exactly the same. But, um, yeah, this idea of common thread. Right. You know, because we are globalization, you know, the ability to travel, technology, all of these things has made the world actually small. Mm. You know, it's amazing when you kind of think about, you know, how many times in your life can you think of those times where like you meet somebody in some random place. I feel like I've heard stories from you, right? Yeah. And, and, um, uh, and suddenly they're, you're like, oh my, like, you know that guy? How do you know that guy? Like you live mm-hmm. halfway around the world and we're in this other place and I don't, you know, it's just... We are in a small planet. Right. right. Um, so, yeah, another reason to just be a good 
freaking person. <laughs> right. <laughs> Truth. Chances are, like, you know, that's like your sister's uncle's kid or I don't know. I think they're, they're still related that way. <laughs> but, <laughs> I don't know. Um, I don't, yeah. I just can't think of a reason not to be, but, you know, that's... <laughs> <laughs> the frustrating thing I think for some it's just like I don't know like like the kindness just does like it just seems so obvious like sometimes I don't understand why it's so hard mm-hmm. when it I you know and I, I this is this is a total pivot here but we'll you know we'll take it when I think about what it even means to lead an organization or be a boss you know to lead people um, again, to interact with other human beings. And, you know, there's so many examples of bad behavior and bad bosses and people taking advantage of other people. And, you know, what is it about that that is either inscripted in our DNA or is part of humanity as well? It's got to be, right? Like, it, mm. there, it has to be, this this idea of, I don't know. Um, and on the on the other side, I'm like, is it really that hard to compliment people? Is it really that hard to give people a chance to have the floor and listen? Is it really that hard to, but I mean, apparently it is. Right. Apparently it is. But, you know, I just, I think of little things that we can do and these, you know, people want to be seen. They want to be heard. They want to be respected, feel, have dignity and be loved. I just feel like it is just very, and when we, that we all want these things. The Tucker Carlson's of the world want that too. Mm. Not necessarily willing to give it to everybody, but they want it, you know? So like, it's, what is that? We actually all do want very similar things, right? In those pillars, but we're, we're, we seem at, at, I'm saying we, but like folks can become incapable of being able to, give that back. Mm. Does mm. that make sense? Totally. Totally. Cause I think I that, I think that we all do do it in some way to someone in some form or another. Yeah. And, you know, I think that the biggest, hardest thing for even myself as the person that I am is to realize that, um, that this other person who I'm so willing to other, uh, is still a human being on this planet that was born a cute little baby that was next to somebody else that you know what I mean that had all the same shit going on and so um not to say that I can easily you know I can name plenty of people that I don't want to sit down with and have a conversation with I can name plenty of people who I don't appreciate respect or or give any sort of credence to the way that they think and whenever you know, make the mistake of giving them power over me, uh, physical or otherwise. Um, but in that, I don't write their children off. I don't write mm-hmm. off their grandchildren. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe I think that that person is fucked, but I don't. I don't. I don't have a lack of faith that says that six generations from now they're still definitely going to be fucked. You know, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. again, there's plenty in this country that people don't want to admit who's what side their family was on at what point in time, you know, and there are some people who can admit that and can come to terms with that and can say like, no, you know, you're right. Like, I I, I need to 
stand up and 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 talk about what I what what I represent and talk mm-hmm. about what my history tells me that I was part of and atone or make peace or at least acknowledge you know um and so yeah so so I know that that any everything can change I know that there are plenty people rolling over in their graves right now for the shit that their their successors and their ancestors are doing in this time in this time in this day and age Mm -hmm. um so i'm not going to say that the the david dukes of the world and such are doomed 10 generations from now i can't write their 10th generation off i might not ever want to sit next to david duke's son Mm -hmm. you know but maybe his grandson changes the fucking whole story Mm mm-hmm Maybe not. Maybe it's his great grandson or his great grandson's great grandson. You know, I don't know. I but that's that. Think that when I talk about faith, that's what it comes down to. Is like I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, all I do know is that it will continue to go in the direction that it's obviously supposed to go into. And if you know, I. It's like, and it's and this is a whole different conversation to have at that. But you know. Um, we were having a conversation here at home about, you know, the world and the way that it is in perfection, right? Mm-hmm. And and my wife says, like, well, you know, what about rape and genocide? And I was like, yeah, obviously, like, in that moment, that's fucked up. But I know enough people who have made it to the other side of those situations that affect the whole world based on who they become on the other side of that situation. Mm. How many how many people end up not having to be martyred because of this martyr? You know what I mean? How many how many things change? Like I was talking about the Me Too movement. Like the Me Too movement was started by a black woman who was like enough of this shit. Like let's talk about who else can stand up in this room now. And now mm-hmm. 20 years later, people are like I can stand up. Mm-hmm. I can stand up. I can stand up. And that's that's a result of this woman's shitty experience. That's a result of this woman's, the shit that was done to this person mm-hmm. is making sure that the shit doesn't continue to happen. Mm-hmm. When I think about George Floyd, when I think about, I just, that's what I keep thinking about mm-hmm. is like, maybe these people die now so that my grandchildren don't have to keep dying because there are reforms that actually happen because people actually start having these conversations. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that I want to see another black man dead on the news at all. I don't want to see that. It doesn't mean that I want to be the next black man shot dead on the news. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's not my decision, ultimately. Mm-hmm. You know, if this, if Dante Wright could decide that he didn't want to die on the news, then he would you know and that's how that's how it rocks but let's hope that some of these things that are that we're seeing on television and these atrocities that we're witnessing are um are making people wake up again you know and and see that there's still work to do and that the world still can change for the better and that we do still have these common threads because everybody who's getting tear gassed in minneapolis right now is every shade of fucking human being that you can imagine and they're all crying and they're all choking on that and mm-hmm. so you know common thread mm-hmm. and then you know when i think about commonality that's where my mind goes with it in this day and age and that's why i'm that's why i'll give you know that's why i'll I'll not just turn the channel or flick off or keep scrolling if i see some shit that i might not 
want to hear you know mm-hmm. it still might piss me off right like i'm watching the derek chauvin trial like whenever the defense stands up i don't just change it right i want to hear what they're saying what are they saying how are they mm-hmm. trying to justify this right because there's a millions and millions of people that agree with them that are also trying to justify it mm-hmm. and those people are behind me in the coffee shop they're serving me at the grocery store you know what i mean and i need yeah. to know for myself to be able to raise my children so that they understand i need to know a little bit more about what's being said and who's saying what you know there's this you know hope and faith i think it's like to keep to keep going mm. there has to be this hope and this faith that there's there's a purpose to it all right 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 because i think like the deepest well and depth of despair is to is that it's senseless and purposeless and that nothing changes as a result right like that is the absolute worst place to be so you know and i know we've talked about this before that you know the the work that is that has to be done or is worth doing like you and i at at our age at 37 38 may not see the fruits of that struggle but for Zaid to experience it his children to actually live in a world that looks like one we're talking about right now mm. right that's like the there's purpose in that there's meaning in that like it's it's like yeah it's worth doing you know to mm. to and it takes yeah it you you it takes the ability to think outside of yourself and your present circumstances, mm. right? You have to think beyond that, generationally speaking. Like, um, even to move it from a, like, planetary sustainability. You can continue to trash the world, but, you know, you the, anything that you're doing today, whether it's composting or recycling, like, this is for your kids and your kids' kids. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You know, it's like, can we, you know, it has to mean something. Like, I don't know. I mean, I can, you know, I can, I can, you know, literally hear, I can hear the pain. It's like this fucking has to mean something. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There has to be a purpose to all this fucking shit. You know? Um because otherwise, it's like you because you can't you can't let yourself think that there's not right because right. that's the end mm-hmm. I really feel like you can't you, you can't you like can't go there it's like no right I don't know and that's for me that's like that's uh, that's why I'm so grateful that my folks raised me with faith in my mm-hmm. life and and I don't just mean like religious faith I mean like a true on like hey this is what it was like when we were born this is the world that we were born into Mm. and this is the world that you're born into let me tell you about the world your grandfather was born into doesn't that sound different to you yeah how do you feel about the world that you're born into right now what are you going to do going forward you know are we going to acknowledge that this even this country alone but let's think globally are we going to acknowledge that all of this happened before and 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 has shifted and changed and 
these these colonizing powers have had to leave these places and these people have returned back to their natural religion and these people have turned back to their natural way of life and this whole sect of humans is able to now identify themselves as they need to or are we gonna not acknowledge this struggle that are we not acknowledging where we where we are right now in the struggle you know are we it's if you can acknowledge where we are right now in the global struggle then we can see that there's something brighter to look forward to mm. but if we can't acknowledge where we actually are in the global struggle then maybe we're not again maybe we're looking too narrow we're not broadening our horizon enough we're not widening the spectrum enough mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know somebody then- might say nothing's changed but then if you say nothing's changed then you're not paying enough attention mm. And the act of and the act of just truly looking in the mirror, right? And the the act of, you know, you do. We've talked about this personally before, but you know, for for anyone that that got caught up in saying, "Oh, this isn't us. This isn't America." Whether it was Trump yeah. narrowly, really narrowly being defeated, let's be honest, and right. the, and the insurrection of the Capitol, and you know. When I say folks, I mean mostly white folks saying, oh, this isn't us. This doesn't. It, no, mm. it is. Right. It is. And you have to come to terms with that, that mm. it's ugly and it's nasty and it's. But OK, like and you want to change it there, mm. you know, <laughs> we can do better. But to to like you said, to just, if we turn the channel off, you know, when Chauvin's attorneys start talking, like to, like to deny that reality, to deny that folks are saying the things that are being said, you know, whether it's coming out of Fox News or Trump or whoever, your uncle, right. um, is to deny reality, is to deny a, a, a half this country. Which, you know, again, look at the election. It wasn't a slam dunk. Right. People didn't rally around Biden. We're like, yeah. That was not, I mean, I, I think a lot of us were like holding our breath for a week. Right. It was not a done deal. It was not in the bag. And as many of us, especially, you know, white, progressive, left-leaning people wanted to think that it would be. Like, okay, yeah, we're all, like, awake and let's have our kumbaya moment. No, no. we're not there. Doesn't mean we won't get there, but we're mm-hmm. not there today. Doesn't mean we haven't made progress, to your point, because mm-hmm. we have, obviously, you know. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there's still a lot of acknowledgement to be done, and you've got to look at the the skeletons in the closet. Right. The bodies on the floor. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, it does, it takes that. So, and 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 for me, it takes that common thread again. It's like this whole time that we've been talking about like the, the, the modern martyr, right. Mm -hmm. I think about somebody had to ask like, how would it feel if I watched my daughter get sprayed by a fire hose? Before they were like, no, you know, I'm going to go down there and march on Selma with those folks. You know, like, mm-hmm. how would it feel if, 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 if I woke up one day and my son said that he got his head cracked in just from walking down the street? Damn, maybe I should be paying a little bit more attention to what's going on. You know, 
Mm-hmm. And we said it in this generation. How would I feel if you didn't tell me one in every three women is raped and I'm going to be able to look at the three women around me and pretend like I didn't just hear what you just told me? Mm. You know what I mean? Like, that's not. So, again, it just it it just takes that. And for me, I'm asking, like, well, if that's the case, then how many of these motherfuckers around me are raping people? And mm-hmm. what's the conversation I need to be having with them? What are the conversations that we need to be having? Like, it's like what what you just said. Like, maybe it's your uncle that you're not having the political conversation about because you don't want to have the don't want to fuck up dinner or something like that. Right. Maybe you need to fuck dinner up if your uncle's a fucking asshole, a piece of shit or whatever. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know. That, that's that's but that's where I go with it, because and I don't mean to say that to write that uncle off for being a piece of shit. Like, I need to know you're my, in that situation, that's my literal blood. Mm-hmm. You know, I got family members that feel different about things that I feel a certain way about. Mm-hmm. And when it's time to breach that conversation and have those hard conversations, we get into it. We get as far into it as we can. And then we step back and let ourselves get to the point where we can digest the other person's perspective and then we get into it again Mm -hmm. and that leads to our own perspectives being open to shift so that when the seas part right when (laughs) some act of god or somebody's identification comes through well we've already had these conversations now you get to decide Mm. what you're going to do about it you know and so all these conversations about people wanting to be woke or wanting to do something for the people of color the the BIPOC communities and things like that um well there's another there's another body on the floor what do you how do you feel about that you know this is this could have been your brother this could have been your friend you know you just made a friend with that guy Dante this could be him mm-hmm. you just you just decided to donate blindly to this black cause well that could have been her mm-hmm. you know how do you feel about that actually Mm-hmm. does that just make you want to donate again or do you what is it time to now have these deeper conversations with your folks and try to figure out where they stand it, do we have a commonality enough to be able to say like i know how i can write off this whole branch of people mm-hmm. so maybe i can understand their concept or their standpoint a little bit more maybe i don't need to just write them off maybe i need to hear what they're saying even if i don't agree with it at all even if it makes me sick to listen to even Mm -hmm. if it fucks with me to hear it it's gonna fuck with me regardless because it's it's either fucking with me and my perspective or it's fucking Mm -hmm. with my situation Mm -hmm. it's either i'm paying attention to the fact that i'm standing in a in nine feet of muck or i'm not Mm -hmm. and it's either i know that i'm standing in the muck but i don't know what the contents of the muck are or i'm gonna try to figure out what the contents of the muck actually are so that Mm -hmm. i can do something about it you know, something like that. I don't know. I'm still the person on my journey trying to figure it out. Yep. Right here. <laughs> I think too, even to bring up the the conversation or the, the hypothetical Thanksgiving meal or whatever, like it's a mark of privilege to be able to say, we're not going to talk about it. Mm. Like we're not going to talk, we're not, we're not going to bring politics into it. Right. That's like, that's such code fucking word. Like, we're not going to talk politics. Like, you know, and I and I think, you know, I'm speaking for white people. Like, what you know, white privilege, being able to hide behind that. 
Um, it's uncomfortable. We're not going to talk about that. We're not going to give that, you know, again, denying its existence perpetuates the system. Mm -hmm. And to have the conversation is an acknowledgement that things are as fucked up as they actually are. And then you're faced with the like, okay, now that now that you know this, are you comfortable living in this society or not? Mm -hmm. um, and that's it. Just like you said, you know, what's or, you know, what's the move? You know, are you expanding your your circle or your, you know, the people that you're interacting with and talking to? Because when we do that, God forbid, that also extends our sense of empathy and connection. Mm. You know, if I don't feel connected to Dante Wright, I can I can go off on my business. Have my cooking show like whatever. What's it to me? Mm. Doesn't affect me. Right. If I feel connected to this human being who was senselessly murdered for an air freshener, which is not illegal. Mm. Right. Like if I feel that connection, I might fucking damn well do something about it. Mm. And that's the power structure doesn't want us doesn't want us to have these conversations and connections and realize like, oh, we do have common cause. Hmm. We're on the same team here. Mm -hmm. That's scary for people who want to maintain the system that benefit from the system. Right. So common thread. Mm. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> right, right. You know, care. I don't know. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Think globally. You know, mm -hmm. think globally and think locally and think personally and think culturally, you know? Like I don't know, there's the the whole story, like none not one of us has the whole story. So if you wanna know the whole story we gotta look in all the different cracks and crevices and try to figure that out. You know, if, I mean, that's that's how I feel. I'm, that's that's not my order to anybody. That's not even my advice to anybody. I'm just <laughs> letting you know what my my own personal experience is. Mm -hmm. That if 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 my time on this earth is going to be to try to gather as much information as I can and pass on as much information as I can before I'm done on this earth, then I'm going to try to soak it up. I'm going to try to bring in as much as I can about the time that I live in, mm. what led to it, and what it might lead to, so I can give my folks some fucking ammunition or some peace of mind or some wisdom like my folks did for me, mm -hmm. you know? And I think there's a sense too that, you know, is it, if it's possible to leave the world in a better place than how you found it or when mm -hmm. you, when we entered it, mm -hmm. you know, when mm -hmm. we entered into this world in 1983, <laughs> <laughs> you know, what can, what can we do to help make it a, better more equitable place by the time we're not walking on it anymore mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's a good life i don't know that's a meaningful life mm -hmm. or one way to look at it but. oh man well that was heavy yeah how's everybody doing out there are you okay right, right. <laughs> yeah. it's a conversation worth having mm-hmm yeah, so. and remember the love in it all, you know? I mean, that's mm -hmm. the that's the root of it all, 
is mm-hmm. is allowing everybody to actualize you know yes this is allowing everybody to figure it out and to if we can help make some space for each other then make some space for each other if we can help to give the floor to each other and then give the floor to each other like that's what this whole conversation is about and mm-hmm. that's why we deserve opportunity to just live fully who we are mm-hmm. and to experience the full spectrum of humanity you know there might be one side that's more colorful and funner and everything like that and that's where I, you'll find me you know what i mean but <laughs> yes. you'll find me looking at the other side too trying to figure out what it is because i know in my own growth process i was not this far on this side of the spectrum mm. you know i might be i may have started a little bit more neutral um mm. i don't know we all started from zero that was a baby exactly <laughs> we all you. we all started from zero i think that's that's but this is a great way to end because your evolution is possible. Mm. Uh, it's it's totally possible. So, yeah, open up, <laughs> let it in, and oh man, I appreciate you. Yeah, I appreciate you too for sure. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for everything today. Mm. Yeah. Awesome. So. This, I think this is going to be a really pivotal, important episode for, for people. Mm-hmm. I hope so. so. Yeah. Oh, we want to thank you for listening. And I hope this helps to stimulate conversation in your own life, in your own sphere of influence. And uh, yeah, strike it up. <laughs> As my favorite, one of my favorite black box songs, strike it up. <laughs> <laughs> We'll end on that amazing note. (laughs) Nice. Awesome. (laughs) All right. Thank you, guys. This has been another episode of Let's Get To It. Thank you so much. My name is Sarah. My name is Mujib. (laughs) Take care. (laughs) 